Today's episode is the conclusion of Devil at the Wheel. Two guys, a possessed car, a joy ride straight into the mouth of hell. Ride shotgun if you dare. Vroom vroom. Doom doom. Let's get started. The radio fell silent as the car sat there and idled. Or did it growl? The boys could have sworn they just heard that noise coming from underneath the hood. Mike and Vinny looked at one another. Mike? What the hell's going on? I don't know, Vin. You must have been running her too hard. Please. My uncle runs her harder than this. Hello, gentlemen, the radio replied as the door locks clicked into place, trapping them. What the hell's going on, Mike? The boys yanked on the door handles, but they weren't budging no matter how much they tugged on them. I don't know, Vin. Fellows, fellows. Please, please relax. You have nothing to fear. I'm here to take you on a trip. The voice from the radio sounded like it was echoing out of some deep, dank crypt where scary wet things slithered around in the darkness. Trip? Mike asked, trying to sound calm. I don't want to go on no trip with you. I've had enough of this. I'm breaking the fucking window and getting the fuck out of here. Vin reached for the glove box, hoping to find something hard enough to break glass. And just as he reached for the handle, the seatbelt lifted up into the air, slid across his body, and clicked into place. Mike's seatbelt did the same thing. The boys were now trapped in their seats. Vin pushed the release button for the seatbelts multiple times, but all it did was just go in and out without clicking the belt free. Mike just sat there, dumbfounded and confused. Aren't you going to do anything, Mike? Vin asked looking over at his friend. You know, I'm getting a little tired of your mouth. I think it's time to shut it up, the voice from the radio replied. Vin fell silent, stopped moving, but his words had already angered the entity controlling the car. He watched in horror as two transparent green arms pushed forward out of the radio and drifted towards him. The green transparent hands on the ends of each arm solidified and turned into big, green fists. Lesson time, dear boy, the voice from the radio replied, almost joyfully. Mike shrunk back into the seat as he watched the green fist beat Vinny until he passed out. When the voice from the radio was finished with Vin, he was not only silent, but he had a broken nose, two black eyes, bruises from chin to forehead, and multiple broken teeth. Now, Mike. Do you promise to stay quiet? The voice from the radio asked. Mike shook his head hard up and down as warm yellow piss filled his jeans in the seat below him. Good. Now we have a trip to take. The arms and hands evaporated back into the radio. The clutch pushed to the floor. The gear shifted. The gas pedal did its thing. And the car left its spot, heading off in the direction of the dense, uninhabited Florida Everglades. Ten miles later, the car turned off onto a sandy dirt road and continued down this road until it came to a circular clearing. The car stopped and vanished, leaving Mike and Vin lying on their backs on the ground, looking up at the moon and stars, listening to the sounds of the wild Everglades all around them, smelling its fragrance, bathed in the heat and humidity of a cloudless Florida night. Vin, can you hear me? Mike asked, 
As he sat up, looked over at Vin. Vinny woke up with the slowness of a man who had recently been beaten and knocked out. He opened his eyes and looked up at the night sky above him. I'm here, man, Vin replied, as he moved his jaw and found it wasn't broken. But his face was extremely sore and it hurt to talk. Where's the car? he asked, sitting up, swallowing blood, spitting out a couple of teeth that had fallen into the back of his throat. Well, boys, how did you like the trip? It was the voice from the radio, but this time the voice was inside of something else. It was a black entity that hovered just inches off the ground. The boys went into fear mode at the sight of it. I guess you're wondering why I brought you here. Two yellow triangle-like eyes glowed bright inside the black entity, and they stared down at the boys who were looking up at them. Maybe your uncle can't explain it, Mike. When the entity said this, another black entity appeared. Its triangular eyes burned yellow, just like the eyes of the other entity. But when it spoke, Mike knew it was his uncle, just by the sound of his voice. It's time, Mike. Time for you and your friend to join us. After Mike's uncle said this, one more entity appeared, all of them hovering, yellow triangle eyes burning bright. Vin, we got to get out of here, Mike replied as he tried to help Vin get up. You're not going anywhere, either of you, the entity from the radio replied as the boys froze into place. They went into a trance and had no control over their bodies as they gently lay back onto the ground and waited for what was next. What do you want? Can't you just let us go? Mike asked, almost on the verge of tears, mouth the only thing able to move, pissing his pants again. Don't you see? You're a part of it now, both of you. You should be happy you've been chosen, Mike's uncle replied. A part of what? I didn't ask to be a part of shit. Mike suddenly got defiant, but his defiance would do him no good. It would only go as far as helping out his pride. You'll make us a circle of five. The book has willed it to be so. With this complete circle, our souls will live forever. We will be eternal. Mike fell silent and his eyes turned yellow. The black entities began to circle him and to recite an ancient spell held for centuries inside the book with a glowing red pentagram on the cover. Five points on the pentagram. We will never die. They chanted this praise five times. When the chant ended, the black entities dispersed. Mike's soul emerged from his body and turned black. He joined the other black entities and watched Vin with triangular yellow eyes. Four in a circle, one more makes five, Mike replied, as a circle formed around Vin, and they all began to chant that ancient spell once again. Please, please, please don't do this. Vin was pleading for his life. He couldn't believe Vale would never be restored. He wouldn't miss his family, but he would miss that car. Vin felt his soul rising, felt it leaving his body, felt his life ending, and a new one beginning. The end. And if you want to read more of my stories, Anthony Renfro is my name, and my ebooks are available wherever you get your ebooks from. If you want to chat, zombiebeach3 at gmail.com is the place you can do that. Thanks for listening, and remember this, folks. Remember this well. 
It is better to sleep with the lights on at night. There are things that lurk in the darkness, things that are afraid of the light, things that are better left unseen.